Hey, 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 what's going on, y'all? Welcome back to Jonesy with Jonesy. This is episode four. Holla at me. We're doing pretty good. We're doing pretty good. But um, thank you for coming back and listening. This episode is going to be about never giving up before you even try. Because sometimes we just need to hear that a little bit. You know, we just need to hear that extra push to keep us moving and getting us to actually try. The first thing that came to mind is how do you know that you can't do something unless you try it? Like, I thought about the first time that I learned how to ride a bike with two wheels. You know, at first I'm sitting here looking at the bike like, um, I'm supposed to ride that with no training wheels. I don't know how that's going to happen. But my dad encouraged me. He taught me how to ride. And I learned how to ride. So looking back, I was thinking about the feeling that I felt before I learned how to ride the two-wheeler. The feeling that I had while I was learning, still nervous and scared. And then the feeling that I had after I learned and I was just riding all over the neighborhood on this bike. Like I had a new bike and everything. I felt good. It felt accomplished to learn how to ride a bike with two wheels. Some people may not understand how much that makes you feel, but it really felt good to me. So I took that as one step as, you know, you can conquer anything you put your mind to. It doesn't matter how many times you fall off. You got to get back up, dust your knees off and keep on riding. It's the same thing when you learn how to drive a car, you know, before you start driving, you're real nervous because you're about to get in this machine and it's about to go. But you learn how to operate that machine and you go places. Learning how to drive a car was like my ultimate, oh my God. Learning how to drive a car has set me free. (laughs) I drive everywhere. You know me, I'm on the road taking road trips to Virginia, Boston, Philly, wherever. We out, we out. Next time I'm trying to go to um, Ohio, we're gonna see how that works out. But um, another thing that I was thinking about never giving up before you try was when I got into my bachelor's program at SUNY Albany. Like at first I had no clue. I wasn't even thinking to go away to school. It was just one random day that I was with my friend Sheena and my friend Belinda and we were at Sheena's dad's house. And we might have been drinking a little bit because, you know, sometimes girls be going through things and we might have a little powwow. So we had a little sips and Sheena was like, you know, why don't we all go away to college? Because at the time we all just had our associates, but we were still kind of like in limbo trying to figure out, you know, what's going on in life. We were young. We were like, I was turning 21 and yeah, we were 20. So, um, we were just like, I'm like, nah, we're not going nowhere. We're going, we're not going nowhere. I don't have any money. My parents don't have money to send me to college or anything like that. Like, I'm, I have to figure it out here. So she was like, no, we can take out student loans and this, this, and that. I'm like, oh, yeah, those things, they do exist. <laughs> We're going to have another uh, conversation about those student loans. But um, so I came home. Actually, before I came home, so we applied. She was like, look, we're all going to apply to a school right now. And if we get accepted, and it was in the same, same um, in Albany, Belinda applied to the uh, community college there. We applied to SUNY Albany. And she was like, if we all get accepted, then we just have to go. So we made a bet. And it's like, okay, 
But then the next day we woke up and it was like, okay, that bet, that's real, right? <laughs> no, it was real. So we all got accepted, long story short, and ended up going to Albany. Now, I had no idea what the city of Albany was like until the day that I moved into those dorms. It was so different. I was just like, wow, this is like Gotham City, but college town, but it's cool. And I'm kind of like, you know, I'm away from home three hours away and we're going to see what this is like. So I didn't give up and say, you know, I don't have any money or whatever. I'm just not going to do this. Yeah, I did take out those student loans and I went away to college and I did that. Yeah, I know. But I don't regret it. Not one penny of it. I'm paying them back. They're going to be gone. We're going to be debt free. I'm going to have an episode on that too one day. So <laughs> let's put that in the air. But um, like I said, when I went there, I had no idea what the school was like or anything. It was a big university. It had large classes like Stony Brook. Stony Brook I went to for like a half semester, but it wasn't a good experience. So I had to leave. That's another conversation. <laughs> but um, while we jonesing with Jonesy. So Albany was three hours away. At the time, I had a boyfriend. He was living in Long Island. And of course, he wasn't too happy about me going away to college. But at the time, I was thinking like, you know, I can't I can't sit here and make my make life decisions based on someone else's life. If we don't have our life together like that, like we're not married. So I need to live my life. I got to do what I got to do. And I got to get this money and you know, dealing with relationships sometimes while I was in school was just, it just didn't work out. I was just like, listen, some people were in it to win it for themselves, not really trying to build up. And I'm like, look, school's not easy. So can we make it? Can at least one of us make it? But anyway, that's another conversation. So now I go up to school. I was working part time in optical because at the time I was still a licensed optician. So I was, um, I transferred my job up there and I was just living and working and going to school. I decided to study abroad at one point. That was a whole awesome experience, a life changer, eye opener, just everything. Teardropper, all of that, like love, all of that. And, um being away at school and going through all of these experiences just you know it helped me grow because it's just different things like I never gave up so when I was away at school people were going away in uh, different countries for study abroad programs and I got my ass over there to Spain I wasn't playing and it was just like it was crazy because it's like looking back when I was in Spain it was when first Facebook first came out right And that was the only, like, one of the only connections I had to everyone back home. So I was communicating with Facebook and MySpace because everyone wasn't on Facebook. It was restricted to college students. So MySpace was for everybody else. So I was speaking to, like, my family, my boyfriend at the time on MySpace, and then speaking to different people on Facebook in school. So it was pretty cool because I was still, like, connected. I mean, if we had smartphones back then... The way we have smartphones now, man, it would have been a wrap. But I'm kind of glad that we didn't because it allowed me to experience the culture and experience that whole studying abroad differently. It was good. It was good. So I was there for like two months and um, I stayed with a lady. 
we did different trips with the school. I made some great friends. Like I went there by myself, not knowing anyone that I was going with, not knowing anyone that I was meeting up with. Some of the people were actually students at Albany. I didn't even know. And I was just like, you know, let me just do this. Let me, I can't say that this is not for me unless I try it. Like I have to try it and nobody's words are going to convince me until I know I have to experience it. So of course everyone, you know, in the beginning, everyone thought I was crazy for going to Spain, leaving the country, you're studying abroad. I don't think my parents were nervous and scared. It That's what it is. But once I was there and communicating with them, you know, it, I think it made them feel more comfortable. I hope it made them feel more comfortable. But, um, so once I got there, it was just like, wow, like, you know, this girl from the hood coming from where she come from, been through what she been through and, you know, just being who she is, she's in, excuse my language, but motherfucking Spain, chilling. Like, <laughs> it was mind blowing for me. Like, I was getting on the bus and just going to different beaches and going to different restaurants and just living out there. Like, it was crazy. So it had me, um, it gave me the opportunity to just, you know, think like, you know, I can never give up on things. I can never say, oh, I don't know. That's not for me. Unless I try, like, you know, you have to try. Now, in the middle of that, I had to go through an obstacle because, you know, obstacles are always hitting you left and right in life. And you never know what's going to hit you. You never know how you can handle it, how you're going to handle it. All you can do is just what I can do is pray. Some people don't pray, but you know what? Prayer helps you and just believing helps you. Having faith helps you. All of that. So while I was in Spain, my Uncle June, who's my mom's uncle, had passed away. And Uncle June was like, Uncle June was like, we was, that was Uncle June. Like, you have no idea. That man would come to my house. He was like 6'5". I have no idea how tall he was, but he was really tall. And um, that was my grandmother's brother. He used to come to our house and I used to make him platanos because... I don't know, when I was a kid, that was just like the easiest thing to make and I used to love making it. So I used to make it for him all the time and he used to be like, yo, this is so good. I don't know what these are, but they're so good. Just fry me those bananas, cook me those bananas. <laughs> like, Yo, so it used to be real good times when Uncle June used to come visit, but um, I had to you know, deal with that when I was away at Spain, but God was with me. I had some good people there with me. The lady that I stayed with, she was there with me and my friends were there with me. So. It was okay. We we went through it. I went through it and stuff like that. But um, so now <clears throat> going overseas and, you know, going through different things over there. Some of my friends were going through things with their family, their boyfriends and stuff. You know, some people had kids at, back at home. It was just, it was really an eye opener to like let you see things different in life. So I'm forever grateful for that whole experience. Now, when I came home from um, studying abroad, I broke up with my boyfriend and I continued going to school. Broke up with him because maybe, I don't know, I felt like I just saw things different and life just looked different and he didn't he well, he didn't fit the picture for me no more. So I just had to, you know, move on or whatever. So now we come around to spring 2008 and my Uncle Dale, who used to live with us for like eight years, passes away. Now, it's the same day as Fountain Day at SUNY Albany. Fountain Day is like the biggest day where all the students 
are allowed to just go on the campus and there's a big fountain and they turn the fountain on and all the students can just run through the water. There's different, um, it's like a festival on, on campus. There's no class and there's all different, it's like a carnival, different cotton candy stations, different people around, sororities, fraternities. So this is Fountain Day, like Fountain Day is awesome. It's the first Fountain Day too. Actually, no, it's the second Fountain Day because we were there for 07. So now I'm like, dang, it's Fountain Day. My uncle just passed away. So of course, I'm like, yo, let's have a drink. Let's hit up Fountain Day. I'm enjoy this day because if my uncle was here, he would have told me to enjoy this day. So that's another time where, you know, you have to, you have to go on and try. You have to continue your day. Don't give up. Keep on continuing your day and never give up. So dealing with that, this is all still, you know, on my mom's side. Now, after that, my Uncle Irvin passes away. And then in my last semester of college, Teresa passes away. Now, my Uncle Irvin's my mom's brother. Teresa's my mom's sister. She's also my biological, was my biological mother. Now, she passes away in the summertime of 2008. Summertime 2008 is like my last summer go-round in SUNY Albany, and I'm trying to finish up and stuff. And actually, it's like a day before I had a final, and my cousin had hit me with that news, you know, that night before. And it was just crazy, because I'm just sitting here thinking like, dang, I could just really be like, yo, F it all. Like, so many people have passed away. I've lost a lot of close people in my family, and this ain't worth it. Like, I don't have time for school. I gotta go do a final. I gotta hand in this paper, like, really? But I couldn't give up because if I was to just sit there and give up, what else was I gonna do? So I had to move on. I had to continue. I had to deal with what I was dealing with, go to these different funerals of these different family members that were passing away. And at the same time, all this turmoil, I had four other close family members that I lost on my godfather's side, you know. His mother had passed away, Grandma Harvey, and um, a few cousins and an uncle. So all of this was just going on at the same time. And I'm just like, is this a joke? Like, is this real? Is this like, what am I supposed to do? So while you're going through things in life, you never realize that you have to at some point find your own strength because... Yeah, people can push you and make you stronger, but at the same time, you have to look inside yourself to find what it is that you need to move on because it's never easy, but we all have to do it. And um, I've learned with that is that, you know, life is real short. Life is unpredictable. You don't know what it's gonna, when it's going to end for you, so you have to continue. You have to move on and do what you have to do because if those people were still here, they would want you to continue. They don't want you to stop. So now we get into this last semester and I got to graduate. Now I applied for more student loans because, you know, of course, at the same time, I still had money to pay a little bit of bills, but I didn't have enough money to pay all of the tuition and to pay my rent because at the time I was staying off campus at an apartment and stuff. And I was getting denied for all the loans that I was applying to. So at this point, I was like, wow, everyone's dying. All my student loans are being denied. Does this mean that, you know, I'm done? Is this, that's it? Like, how how do I continue? Because 
everything is trying to stop me from finishing what I have to finish and I need to continue this, you know, I need to move on. So eventually one loan came through. Thank God. Oh my goodness. Like I cried when that loan came through, like literally. So that last loan came through and I was able to double up on classes through that winter and I actually finished school a semester early but I graduated that following May. Once I graduated, I was just like, wow, like these past couple of years of life have been so crazy, but good at the same time because I can't I can't sit back and be sad right now. Like I just got my bachelor's degree and I got it through everything that was going on. Like I have to feel, you know, good. So that was an accomplishment something that I have to reflect back on and you know just pat myself on the back like you know girl you did that you did that and if you could do that you can do anything anything literally so now after I got my bachelor's degree I decide okay eventually I gotta go back to school because now I want to be a teacher and I don't have any of those credits that I needed from undergrad I guess my advisor didn't help me do what I needed to do to get where I needed to be to have teaching as a backup. So now I have to kind of almost start over. Not start over, but I had to take a lot of extra classes that most of the graduate students didn't have to take. So at that point I was feeling like, okay, am I gonna do this? We're gonna do this again? What we gonna do? What we gonna do? But I, you know, I talked myself and I looked at all the options and I weighed out that going back to school to get my master's was the best option. So I'm glad I did it because here we are, master's in education, holla. But um, <clears throat> in that master's program, I did have to face a few obstacles because you know in life, we have to face those obstacles and it wasn't over in the bachelor's degree. <laughs> so now, I'm in a program doing Spanish Spanish education. In the Spanish program that I was in in Queens College that I started out with, I had failed a proficiency exam a couple of times. And that made me feel like, you know, another moment of do I give up or do I keep going? But I had to keep going because I'm like, there's no way I can give up at this point. I've been through too much. I've been... I've accomplished so much in school in my education that I just have to continue. So I changed my major to ESL, which is now TESOL or ENL, teaching English as a new language. So I'm certified K through 12 in that. And that program was probably one of the best programs that I experienced in all of my college years. And I was in college for a very long time. I had an awesome time in this master's program. So when I hear people saying, oh, they're going into their master's or whatever, they're going into their PhD and, you know, different levels of education, you know, I wish them the best because I know it's a different experience and you don't really know until you get there. So getting there was one awesome feeling. Yeah, I'm in grad school. Like, this feels great. I love this. Now I get to my senior year. Of course, God will throw you those obstacles at the worst times or at least now I look at it it's like maybe the best times because those were the times where you may feel like you may be the weakest but that's the strongest times those are the strongest times that I've had in my life 
So in my last year, I have to do student teaching. Now, by the grace of God, the school that I was doing my student teaching at, they offered me a position full time and they were like, you know, you can get paid to do your internship. And I was like, wow, this is great because doing student teaching and trying to make money to pay off student loans that I've been paying since the beginning is a little hard. You know, you got to pay bills, you got to do this and you got to still live life, at least try to live life. But I had to get this master's degree because that's just what I felt like I had to do. And, um, you know, again, I'm grateful for the masters. So let me get back to this senior year because this senior year is always like, what's going to happen this senior year? So now I get hit with this certification requirement called the EdTPA. Now, any of you certified teachers, prospective certified teachers, I don't care if you're not in New York, wherever you are, I have a cousin in Memphis who just took the EdTPA. It is a national examination for teachers. It takes a lot of work, energy, time, effort, love, tears, sweat, blood, all of that. That EdTPA, man. You need tips on the EdTPA, hit me up, I got you. So now, I'm going through all of this, the EdTPA. At the same time, one of my uncles, and on my dad's side and one of my aunts on my mom's side were both terminally ill with cancer. So here goes a moment of never giving up before you try. You have to continue, you have to move on, you have to go with what is God God has given you and you have to make the best of lessons of these situations. So first semester of student teaching, my uncle passes away. I was with him when he passed away. I saw him take his last breaths. That was um, another out of breath, you know, moment experience. You know, you know, you can't really explain how that is. But at the same time, when I was going through that, I still had to continue and go to my school every day. I go to my school a couple of days after my uncle passed away, and they have an announcement saying that the gym teacher of the school had passed away. And I'm just like, wow, is this real? Like, nah, this can't be real. This is another one of those moments where you sit and you think, man, I got to do this. Like, I really got to do this. I can't break down. I can't stop doing this. I can't stop going because if I stop going, what else am I going to do? I'm just going to sit and cry all day. That's not going to get me anywhere. That's not going to help. That's only going to make things worse. So now all of these thoughts are going on in my mind and I'm just like, I walked out the classroom. I walked out the classroom because I had to go cry. I'm just like, wow, it's just a lot going on here. My uncle just passed away this weekend. Now you're telling me a teacher just passed away. Now we have to kind of cope with these children and nobody really knows everything that's going on with me. But I don't expect anyone to know, but that is, you know, that's how life is. You have to kind of live in your own little bubble and cope with what you have to cope with. And this is why I continue to say you have to learn who you are, what you love, what you love to do, and what type of person you are, because there's going to come situations and times in life where you have to deal with things on your own and there's not going to be anyone there to help you. Now, in that moment, I'm a teacher. I can't sit here and be in front of the classroom and just start crying. I mean, I guess I can because I've seen people do that, but, um, at that moment, I just had to leave, but I'm, you know, I left because there was other teachers in the room. <laughs> I didn't leave the students by themselves, but um, 
I had to just get some air and I came back and it was different for me those couple of weeks, but I had to get through that. And at the same time, I still had to go to class at night because I was still in the graduate program trying to finish and get this master's degree. Another time and never giving up. Keep doing what you got to do. So a few months after my uncle passed away, my auntie Elna passed away. Now this woman here was like, that was like my favorite auntie. Like growing up, anytime I would go to Memphis, I'd be like, I'm going to auntie's house. I'm going to auntie's house. She would have all this food over there. All the kids of the neighborhood would be at my aunt's house. My cousins would be there. All my cousins that I would never see would randomly be popping up at my aunt's house. Like my aunt's house was like the place to be. So I was close to my aunt, like, you know, all all my life. So her passing away was real. um, It was real hard for me. It's still hard sometimes, you know, we still dealing with that. But, you know, auntie, we know we know you here, girl. We know you here. So that was another moment of um, never giving up where that was my last semester, too. And that was my master's program. And I'm sitting here like, now what would auntie do? What would she do? That woman had quite a few master's degrees she would have kept on going and I was like you know what she knew how far I was and you know I had a conversation with her a week before she passed and we talked about you know saying you know me saying goodbye to her and everything we can't be sad and she was just telling me you know you got to be strong you got to continue doing what you got to do and you have to you know you have to watch, watch over certain people and you can't let anything stop you. Don't let anyone, what anyone tells you stop you. You have to, you know, move on and keep, never give up. Even though she had terminal cancer, she still lived her life the way she wanted to live her life to the last day. No lie. So this was another um, eye opener where I had to just, you know, brace myself, hold my ground and get that resilience and keep it moving, you know? love forever but keep moving because you have to and in my mind that's what allows me to continue doing what I have to do so I finally graduated May 2016 with my master's degree in education that feeling right there that was an immense feeling of love just peace faith prosperity you know, all the good things, it's just like, yo, I really, I really did that. And it was different than when I got my associates, than when I got my bachelor's degree. It was different. It was a different feeling. And I guess it was because of, you know, going through the different experiences that you go through in life. When you get to a certain point and you accomplish different things on your own, whether it's a degree in college, whether it is opening a business, whether it is, you know, having children getting married any of these things it's it's a different feeling and I like to equate all of these things because all of these things are life-changing moments they are literally life-changing moments so again never give up you gotta try you have to try if I would have never tried if I would have never went to my friend's house that day and went along with that bet and said you know what we're gonna try and do this and we're gonna try and go away to college even though we don't have money, we're going to try to do this. I would have never had the experiences that I had. And I think that going to college and um, having those experiences and being around the people that I've been around and meeting the people that I've met, 
also helped me. It helped me to learn who I am. It helped me to learn what type of woman I am growing to be, what type of woman I want to grow to be. And it also allowed me to learn what type of people I have around me. Like I have a real clear view of people around me as far as who are good people, who are bad people, who are people you need, who are people you don't need, who are people that you need to help, people that don't need your help anymore, you know, it's just certain things, you have a different perspective, so, I mean, my perspective has changed, and I think it's really based on the experiences, someone has told me, you know, you've gotten so, you know, hard over the years, meaning, I I guess I don't really know what, what they meant by that, but I feel like, Maybe in my eyes, at one point I might have been a little naive about certain things, but I've learned with like different life experiences that you can't be naive. You have to understand what life is. And shit, my life is a movie. I could write a book all day, but uh, that's that's another episode. So um, you know, I just want to be here to let people know that you know you can't give up. You have to sit here and know that these different obstacles that come your way are challenges that God wants you to face because he wants you to make it. He wants you to make it out strong and he can't just give you everything just on a silver plate for free and think that that's how you're going to learn in life because sometimes you don't really learn that way. Brings me to my current situation of being a brand ambassador of It Works because last year I saw the business, I saw the people I saw what it did, but I just tried the products. I didn't try becoming, you know, the best of the product. So now this year I decided to just, you know, let me try it. Trying it has been one of the best decisions that I've made this year in 2018. I came into this year with the mindset of something different, something new. I needed something new. I needed to spice it up a little bit and... I think that I got it because I'm doing it. Like this podcast is something that I've thought about for years. And I'm like, you know, I got to write a book. I got to do something out of something. I got to get it out there. I got to get it out. And I'm trying it and I'm not giving up because I'm having so much fun doing it. And I feel like this is the right, this is where I need to be. So again, when you feel like you want to do something, and that's like internally, like intrinsically positive for you, go do it, try it, see what happens. What's the worst that could happen? You could just stop doing it. Yeah, of course. But if you never try, then you just never know. So I had to try and it led me to this point here. To Jonesy with Jonesy. Again, I want to thank you guys for listening, tuning in. Jonesy with me. This is episode four. Never give up before you try. You have to at least try. Don't give up. Because you never know what success you might have on that other end once you finish and accomplish what you started. I hope you all have a blessed day. Have a great, awesome Sunday. Happy Father's Day, y'all. Bye.